1170. The answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. never fails to tickle me and i am tickled to be here with all y'all it is hump day wednesday i am andrea k dynamite in a dress busting through the hype the hyperbole and the hypocrisy and tonight i'm doing it with an extra pound or two because as i was telling my sidekick here in the studio i busted through a package of toaster strudels this afternoon they were on sale for a dollar i couldn't resist toaster strudels yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um so i'm just worried i go i go i'm I'm googling right now what are the signs of botulism <laughs> i wouldn't know baby because we don't worry about that where i come from we cajuns we know how to we know how to bust through any botulism and just eat our way through anything all right so uh, from all the crawdads and the yeah, gator do- hot dogs that's right we grew up eating gator we did you eat a lot of gator Oh, I love gator. Really? Alligator cheesecake, man. That's some good stuff. Is Cheesecake? Is it sweet? No, it's savory. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we don't exactly like mix up some sugar and, or we don't exactly throw gator in, in the middle of a I was thinking, I go, God, cake, cheesecake baby. with gator. And it kind of be kind of weird, but <laughs> no, who knows? Well, Salt sweet? Yeah. Well, think about a quiche, right? Quiche is very much an egg-based thing. Um, I know if you're just tuning in, this is not a cooking show. Although, I, I, you know, I've been known to uh, work, uh, do some excellent work in a kitchen. But that's a story for another day. And y'all recognize that voice. It's none other than my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks. This is original Carrot, carrot Stick Professional Grade. Oh, you think you're fancy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ain't nothing fancy about what we're doing here tonight. Um... Uh, I was thinking, you know, maybe this morning people might be tired of the same old politics. I put it out there. Y'all want to hear something different? What topics do you want to hear? Because last night I left here and found out that half the world was watching a raccoon climb up a, a skyscraper in Minneapolis. I'm like, I spent half the day trying to work up topics that I think are of interest around the world. We've got President Trump, who was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize today because dude didn't sleep for three days to fly around the world to sit down with a dictator and try to work out a deal to save us. And But the world is gripped on a raccoon. Did you hear about this, DJ Karasix? I saw a little bit of it. What happened to him? Well, he, he climbed up the side of a building. Did they get him down? That was it. People were gripped. They were glued. People were upset because the feed went out at one point. And I got to thinking how really kind of analogous it is because people forget the fact. I mean, all reality about raccoons and how mean and nasty they are. There was a woman that was killed by by a gang of raccoons in Florida. Five of them attacked her. We were attacked in my home. Not physically attacked, but I mean, they were coming onto our property and coming after us. And we had to like close all the doors and windows in, in La Jolla. I mean, these are not nice animals. And I'm an animal lover. Y'all know I love me some animals. But, you know, it's like all reality about this animal went out the window and everybody suddenly was in love with raccoons. And I got to thinking about how the reverse is true with President Trump, right? 
I mean, he's he's somebody that is literally risking his life, his livelihood, his family, his sanity, his peace to try to turn the Titanic of the, this country around away from the Marxist iceberg. And liberals are losing their minds, ignoring that calling him a racist and all this kind of stuff. The same man that they gave an NAACP award to 20 years ago, a man that they loved all over New York City, was the greatest guy in the world to them in, in the same circles now are F Trump this and, you know, calling him all kinds of names. And I got, you know. Trump should have came out, shot that raccoon and made it into a raccoon hat like Davy Crockett. <laughs> exactly. And drove off at his limo. <laughs> That's exactly what he should have done. That would have been genius. You know, um, speaking of genius, uh, Trump's winning uh, extended. It went from the G7 to Singapore and it went even to the primaries last night. Get this. Y'all, y'all know who the Hoff is, right? Famous the Hoff, former from Baywatch. Yeah, from Baywatch, ran up and down the, the beach in in, in slow mo. Remember how they always showed him in slow mo running up and down the beach in Baywatch. My favorite was Knight Rider. See, I never watched that. The car yeah. that would talk to him, yeah. Michael. Yeah, only only a dude. Ladies, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. If there is one woman out there who watched Knight Rider, that was clearly a show written by dudes. Four dudes, okay? I don't know one woman who watched Knight Rider, even though Hasselhoff was at his cutest. But Hoff became known as the Hoff, not for Knight Rider, not even for running up and down the beach in a red swimsuit, but for his musical stylings that just gripped Europe. So, but you know what? Yeah. (laughs) The Hoff. That's some genius music, uh, musical stylings there. And it almost sounds like he's actually singing and not just completely <laughs> having a voice electronically done. But did y'all know of another Hoff? He's actually called the Trump of Pahrump. That's right, from Pahrump, Nevada. Now, this is a dude that actually is like Trump. He might well be the Trump of Pahrump because he's a former reality TV star. Um, however, in part because he um, is a brothel owner. In fact, he owned the brothel that, uh, who's the Kardashian? And she was married to the ba- basketball player, and he ended up comatose from an overdose in, in a brothel. Well, that's the brothel that he was at. But get this. He actually won. He challenged a Republican incumbent. He got the Republican endorsement from Nye County, and he actually beat the Republican candidate. And Why? Why did he beat the incumbent? Because he ran on taxes. He was a pro-Trump guy. This was the same guy who did the hookers for Hillary, by the way, uh, years ago. But he is a business owner. And he's like, you know what? I'm taking down this Republican because we need to be focused on lower taxes. And isn't that exactly what uh, was successful here in California? We, uh, Thanks to Carl DeMaio and John and Ken. Carl DeMaio is a local guy here from San Diego. And John and Ken are up in L.A. They did this gas, gas tax repeal. They took down Josh Newman under a recall. Actually took away the supermajority. Now we've got, uh, we also had success in Seattle on the part of the grassroots movement overturning their head tax up there. People are about low taxes. And that's because Donald Trump, he, he restored an understanding economically of get away from these high taxes and high regulations. That's just one little bit of success that happened in the primaries for the Republicans and for Trump. Then you go all the way across the country and you go to South Carolina. There were actually quite a few primaries. I'm just going to give you all the highlights. You go all the way to South Carolina, and that's where you get to Mark Sanford. Now, do y'all remember who – did you ever – do you remember 
Mark Sanford, he tried to rehabilitate himself. But many of us remember that this was the dude who, as governor, um, skipped off and couldn't be found until he ended up being found somewhere with his girlfriend in the forest in uh, Argentina. I don't know, South America, somewhere he was. Well, then he comes back. I guess he ends up in Congress and decides that he's just going to badmouth Trump everywhere. Well, you know what? He was challenged in the primary and he went down. Now, Trump is taking credit for it. His detractors are saying it wasn't him. Um, But whether or not it was the tweet that he put out, which was genius, and I'll read it for you here. Mark Sanford has been very unhelpful to me in my campaign to make America great again. He is MIA, a little nod to his naughty past. Nothing but trouble. He is better off in Argentina. Uh, He went on to say, Trump did, I fully endorse Katie Arrington for Congress in South Carolina. I love that she is tough on crime and will continue to fight for lower taxes. Again, it, it, it is the Trump effect, not just because the voters love Trump, but why do we love Trump? Because you look at what he's done economically. I listed it off last night, all of his successes in 500 days. And... And, you know, Corkin comes out today and says, oh, you know, uh, there's this cult of Trump. It's not about a cult. That's so insulting to the voters to say it's about a cult. But let me tell you, can, continue to insult the voters, and you're doing it at your own demise, although Corkin's not running uh, for re-election, because you know what? He would go the same way of Sanford, because Sanford had the gall to actually go on MSNBC after Republicans were gunned down on a baseball field and blamed Trump. And he really thought he was going to continue to get reelected. How stupid must you be as a Republican to basically take a page out of Hillary's playbook and calling people the deplorables and think that it's going to be a winner for you, especially with your record? This is the kind of brain dead, out of touch crap that these candidates have been giving us. They're not getting it. They're not getting that it's that it is the Trump effect, but it really represents what is the Trump effect? It's about America. It's about Americans. It's about making America great again. He had, Trump tapped in to the will of the people. It's about us. And when you attack Trump, you attack the American people. Now, we're going to take a break. Speaking of attacks and threats, President Trump said something today. Oh, it's got everybody all hysterical. He said that uh, the fake news is the greatest threat that we face. Well, speaking of, of threats... It seems that there was a threat that Rosenstein made at some people. We're going to talk about that with Don Jans when we come back. Who did Rosenstein threaten and why? And what is the greatest threat that we face? 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Hi, this is Andrea Kay, and when I lived in Las Vegas, this southern girl fell in love with the desert landscape. I loved all the rock formations and the beautiful deep red rocks compared to that crisp blue sky. And that's why I love so much Erin Hansen and the Erin Hansen Gallery. She's a contemporary impressionist artist, and her new collection of red rock desert paintings is being presented next Saturday, June 16th from 5 to 9 p.m., located just off the 15 freeway at 9705 Carroll Center Road here in San Diego. Her vibrant paintings breathe such fresh color into traditional Western landscapes and take me right back into those beautiful desert areas. And each painting represents her unique view of the natural world. This collection will feature pieces inspired by Hansen's travels through the national parks and monuments of Utah and Arizona, Nevada, and Colorado. So don't miss it. They'll have live music and wine tasting. Join us at the Aaron Hansen Gallery for the Red Rock Show next Saturday, June 16th from 5 to 9 p.m. or visit Aaron's page at AaronHanson.com. That's AaronHanson.com. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-880-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-880-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-880-CASH. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. Equal housing lender. Call 855-657-9910 for terms, conditions, and restrictions. California Department of Business Oversight Residential Mortgage Lender Law License NMLS 128231. That's 855-880-CASH. 855-880-CASH. This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, one of the great challenges that prospective pre-retirees have is the allocation of their funds. So after some study and some time, Wells Fargo started the very first of what has come to be known as the target date funds, where people could select a particular fund inside their 401k based on what has now become to known as their glide path. So if you are intending to retire in the next five years, you might buy a target fund 2020 or 2025. Call me for your retirement planning consultation. 800-727-PLAN is my office number here in Mission Valley. 800-727-7526. You can also go to my website, theretirementprofessor.com. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I am the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem network stations am 1170 the answer you're listening to the andrea k show on am 1170 the answer 
Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. Appreciate you all being here with me tonight, whether you're listening on any of our apps. We've got the TuneIn app, the KCBQ.com app. You can listen to us from the iHeartRadio app. If you're watching and listening via Facebook Live, love you guys. I always try to read a couple of the comments uh, throughout the show. A um, couple of comments here. Um, John B. Quick says, Tommy Robinson needs your help. CV Burton says, Tommy Robinson has been given a death sentence two days ago. Um I'm not sure if that was a literal death sentence or, um, or you know, um, figuratively. So I'm curious. You guys post a link. Let me know what's going on with that. Uh, joining me now is my buddy Don Jans. He wrote the book, The Road to Tyranny. Hey, Don, welcome back to the show. Hi, Andrea. All right. Glad so, to be back. Well, thank this you. Yes. Well, um, I wanted to start because uh, President Trump... Boy, he he kicked up a lot of dust today with saying that the fake news is the is the greatest threat that we face in this country. Yeah. Uh, clearly, I think that um, when you have media that is not a free and fair press, that is not operating as our founders wished, which was to be objective and to hold our elected officials accountable, versus you know. Um, taking sides and actually working as a spokesperson for one of the parties, that is that is an incredible threat to us because there's many people right now scratching their heads and, and saying, well, we don't know what to believe anymore because we used to be able to go about our daily lives and then trust that we could go to our news outlets and have them report back to us what's going on. But I still don't know that I think that that's the greatest threat that we face. How do you see it? No, I don't think it is. Um, uh, I think I think I think one of the one of the finest news uh, people we have, Catherine Harris. Yes, uh, it, you have to go a long ways to find. In fact, I can't remember a story that she's ever reported that has not been accurate. And yes, but, but the, the story she reported this morning or last night or yesterday is absolutely absolutely terrifying in so many different ways and on so many different levels, Andrea. And of course, you're you're referring to the report in which she stated that Rosenstein had threatened in January uh, certain Congress people that something to the effect of, oh, you guys want to act like you're litigators? Well, we're litigators. And you know what? We will subpoena you and you're this and you're basically, we're going to, basically he threatened to use uh, the jackpot of tyranny on their necks and use the full force of the top law enforcement agency against them in the form of retaliation if they continued to try to perform oversight, correct? That's correct. That's correct. And, and there are so many different things that, 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 just, came, that just came to mind and, and were so vivid. Um, first thing I thought was when I saw that Sessions defended Rosenstein. Yeah. Now, Rosenstein has not been an example veracity. Well, I'm glad uh, you brought that, that up because I want to, DJ Carrot Sticks actually has the clip of Jeff Sessions actually defending Rosenstein. Since January, a great deal of progress has been made. We understand in this department that we are accountable to uh, the president. We are accountable to Congress. And we need to be cooperative with them to produce as many documents as rationally and legally and properly as can be produced to produce them. And uh, we've made tremendous progress in that regard, really. Well, that was him actually, uh, that was the first clip. That was him actually trying to act as though they're complying with 
the request. That really right. wasn't specific to to the threat, but it all ties into it because uh, you know sessions should not. We'll go ahead and play the clip on the threat. Play clip number two, and then we'll well, tie I it all together. I was not in the room, and I can't speak to uh, what occurred. All I can say is that um, the people at the Chris Ray, the director of the FBI, and our senior ethics attorney was there, and others, and uh, did not see it in that same fashion. What's interesting to me and fascinating about that is is that, um, first of all, it's a flat-out lie, the first clip that we played in terms of them cooperating and complying. It is the role of Congress to provide oversight. We Part of the reason why President Trump was, was elected was because the American people understood that we had a deep state problem in this country, that we had elites that were, being co- that were committing crimes, and the FBI and the DOJ was covering it up. And the American people yep. know now that that cover-up involves our current DOJ, not just the Obama administration and the rest. Lynch, and they are stonewalling every step of the way in order to obstruct justice and keep the American people from getting the truth. And then the second clip displays a Jeff Sessions using legal speak and weasel words. Well, I really wasn't in the room. It, it, I, people that were didn't characterize it this way. He didn't flat out say Rosenstein didn't threaten anybody. He didn't say, and oh, by the way, if I'm, in, I'm investigating it, and if he did, I'm going to fire him. Because you cannot use the threat of the law in this capacity. He didn't do that, did he? No, he did not. And, and, and it, it pointed out two things to me. First of all, that Trump made a terrible, terrible mistake when he appointed Jeff Sessions. And the quicker he corrects that mistake, the better the protection of our freedom will be. Yes. Jeff Sessions has, 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 has been... And even if Jeff Sessions had not recused himself, I don't believe things would be any different today from what they would have been. I think Miller would be Miller would have been appointed. Mm-hmm. Um, we would still be fighting the same fight. Uh, Trump would still be under under uh, criminal harassment because it's not criminal charges because they can't find any criminal activity. So it's just criminal harassment. The other thing it, it pointed to me, and this this is really serious. That when we look at what a police state does and what those who are to protect our rights in a free state would do, there's a tremendous difference. A police Mm -hmm. state is always there to protect the party in Mm -hmm. power. Yes. And the police state, the the, the so-called law enforcement people are always there to persecute and prosecute anybody that objects or, or would, 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 would um, um, uh, stop the criminal activity of the party in charge. Exactly. And there was so, absolutely no, and there should have been, as a result of that, and you're absolutely right, there should have been outrage on the part of Sessions that anybody even, that there was even a, a question that Rosenstein had done something like that. Instead, he used we, weasel speak. And you know what, Shane, Tucker let him get away with that. You know, Tucker, you know, I, I don't know if, if to get Sessions on the show, Tucker had to, um, you know, uh, make certain accommodations and he didn't push back. And I was really disappointed because that was an abomination to this country. It was a huge mistake that Trump did nominate Sessions. He is nothing but a keeper uh, of the swamp. And, you know, we don't know everything. The IG report is coming out tomorrow. I don't have any faith whatsoever that the deep state is going to report all the truth to us. But just what we know already, Rosenstein should have already been either fired or dismissed. Sessions should have pulled him from his position because 
um, Rosenstein signed his name to one of the FISA warrants that we now know was unsupported. It was illegal that they used a dossier that was unverified. They went and lied and withheld exculpatory evidence that they were required to provide to the court before they can get any warrants to spy on a target. He knows that there were spies implanted in the in the campaign. He knows that this was all illegal. We, if if I know it and you know it, Don, then Jeff Sessions knows it, and he's done nothing Absolutely. about it. And and he, that's a flat out lie that they're complying. I think uh, Devin Nunes has had to threaten to impeach Sessions himself. Deadlines were missed this week. In fact, I want to play uh, Jim Jordan, who's uh, head of oversight, mm-hmm. his response to Jeff Sessions. What, what is the Attorney General saying? Rod Rosenstein hasn't complied with Devin Nunes' uh, subpoena. Hasn't complied with Chairman Goodlatte's subpoena. We've caught them hiding information in the Strzok page text messages, redacting the fact that Peter Strzok was friends with Judge Contreras, one of the FISA court judges. They tried to hide that from us. And today we learn in Catherine's report that the head of the, in, in essence, the head of the Justice Department, Rod Rosenstein, was threatening members of the House Intelligence Committee for doing their job, for trying to get answers for the American people. And the Attorney General says, that's okay, we're doing just fine. I don't I just I didn't know he had said that when you just played it. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is this report of Catherine is unbelievable. Yeah, it is unbelievable. And it's unbelievable. And I have absolutely zero faith whatsoever in Jeff Sessions. And I know that there's people yeah. out there that follow this queue, well, a person that, that, you know, oh, trust the plan. And and Sessions is sitting on twenty nine thousand indictments. That's crap. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm from the school, school of Judge Judy. If it doesn't make sense, it's not true. It does not make sense that Jeff Sessions right. is, is working behind the scenes to support Trump when he is allowing crimes to continue. He's allowing obstruction of justice to, to continue when he is showing more outrage that Trump pardoned a few people uh, than he is over the outrage of the crimes and this witch hunt that, that Sessions, he handed this over by recusing himself unnecessarily. Final thoughts. Sessions' sole duty is to uphold the Constitution. By him not saying DOJ, which I had, FBI, you get, you get those documents to the people right away. The people are in charge. What I know is that well, I, I do not trust, I do not even trust any, any congressional um, investment or investigation because of people like Schiff and Pelosi. I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't trust them. I do not trust a special prosecutor. I go back to that letter I sent you a copy of the other day. Yes. The, only, the, only play, the only trust I would place is a citizen's committee that had unfettered access to all of these documents and they then went through them and they said, here's what happened. Yes. Then I would, then I would believe it. But, but, but we have gotten to the point where until the citizens, until we the citizens get in there and start to control our government, uh, we're going to lose it. We're going to lose it. Yeah, we are. We and, are on and, the road and, to tyranny. Andrea. Right. We are on the road to tyranny. And, I, and, and Horowitz is sitting back as somebody that, you know, is, is got a lot of respect from a lot of people. But, you know, so does Mueller. And, it, you know, I don't have any. And, and I am tired of being told that if I question a, an agency or an institution, this is where we're at now. We're we're at a place to where you're not allowed to criticize an institution. What? We're not we're not supposed to be defending institutions in this country. You know what? The Department of Justice 
was not a part of our founders. We and and the the gall that right now that we have to couch. Oh well, I'm not saying every FBI agent is wrong. You know what? At this point, they're all a part of the problem. They are all a part of the problem. I hear that there's supposedly 29 whistleblowers or something ready to speak. Well, where have they been for years? And they sat back and allowed this to happen. No, I don't have any faith whatsoever in this institution. I predict. Uh, that the IG report is going to come out and it's going to have a lot of crap. It's going to be the the, yep. rep, the the equivalent of Jim Comey and his speech that he came out and gave in July in which he exonerated Hillary Clinton and overstepped his bounds and said that no prosecutor would take the case, which was not his call. Um, I predict that this is going to have a lot of gobbledygook about um, procedures that weren't followed with no actual, there's not going to be any meat to it. It's going to be like a time I went to a deli and, you know, I got, uh, I wanted a barbecue sandwich and I got bread, cheese and barbecue sauce and they left the meat out. That's what I predict we're going to get tomorrow. I hope I'm wrong. I'll give you the last thought. 30 seconds, Don. If this is not, if this is not close to a police state or if this is not a police state, it is awfully close to it. It's awfully close to it. When we can't openly, when we cannot openly criticize Mm -hmm. our government and the people within our government, that's the exact definition. And and, and until we correct it, we're going to continue down that road to tyranny. Well, we are. And uh, I thank you for um, working to, to open people's eyes to it. Don wrote a book, The Road to Tyranny. I suggest everybody get it. You know, this is it's America's been sleeping for a while. Ronald Reagan said our, our freedoms were only a generation away. The left has been working all day, every day uh, to, you know, death by a thousand cuts to take our freedoms away from us while the average American was just busy trying to take care of their families, you know, and, and work yep. a hard day. And now here we are and we're fighting to, to get our to, to keep our, our country and our freedoms. Don Jans, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Now, we're uh, speaking of cover-ups from the government. There's cover-ups going on out here in California involving a government in the form of schools, colleges to be exact. Uh, you know, the liberal land uh, where they preach about how they love women and they care about liberties and they care about women's rights and all that. Well, and then while they're covering up crimes against women, yeah, that. Stay tuned. We got a story that involves a friend of mine when we come back. More Andrea Casio coming up. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? 
Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. This is Lon Hee Chen of the Hoover Institution for TownHall.com. President Trump's historic summit with North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un was a very significant step as the two leaders seek to bridge the wide chasm that has separated the two nations since the cessation of hostilities on the Korean peninsula almost 65 years ago. While the world made much of the handshake and the photo op between President Trump and Kim Jong-un, our focus should really be on the hard work that comes now in the wake of their meeting. North Korea agreed to engage in complete denuclearization, but will we be able to both verify their actions and ensure they cannot restart their nuclear weapons program? These are important questions that remain to be answered. We should all hope and pray for success, and the recent summit was a huge step forward. But we should also recognize that a difficult and long road lies ahead. I'm Lon Hee Chen. For more information and to sign up for our podcast, please visit townhallreview.com. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you'd like to be a part of the show, guess who's going to be a part of the show tomorrow night? Y'all going to want to tune in for this. The Sage of South Central. None other than Larry Elder is going to be on the show tomorrow night. I could not be more excited. I am just absolutely thrilled. So uh, I'm not sure what Larry and I are going to talk about. Tell me what you want me and Larry to talk about. What do you want to hear from Larry? The two of you on one show, the world doesn't stand a chance. I know, right? I just, I just wish he was going to actually be in the studio with me, but who knows? He just might. Uh, joining me now, first time on the Andrea K. Show, is a friend of mine. I'm super excited to have her. Wish uh, it wasn't under uh, this topic. Um, but as I was saying before the break, you know, I do a lot of stories about colleges and our education system from K-12 and, and universities, particularly how the universities love to preach about how they, you know, these, these bastions of liberal thought and how they care about women and they're the party of, you know, this and the party of that, particularly the part that where they act like the party of women, right? And meanwhile, uh, these institutions are covering up of 
attacks on women? Well, we have probably one of the most elite schools in California that has been doing just that, covering up attacks on women. And I haven't, it's been kind of a scandal out here in California. I haven't talked about it on the show, but I am tonight because it involves one of these attacks involves a friend of mine. And joining me to talk about that now is Candace Camper, a public official and prior congressional candidate for none other than California 43. That's Maxine Waters District. Uh, Hey, Candace, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you, Andrea? Well, Thank I'm, you for inviting me. Well, I'm so glad to talk to you again. Uh, Candace and I actually met. Yes. Uh, we met on a project that uh, that we both of us decided uh, that we weren't going to f- end up participating in. <laughs> we did a lot of pre-production yeah. work, and then uh, actually, unbeknownst to either of us, we both decided kind of at the same time uh, that we weren't going to continue on it. Um, but at least we met each other, Candace, and I'm glad to know you. Yes. Yes, and vice versa. You know, good things uh, came out of the situation, so that was a plus. <laughs> yeah, um, but what the uh, Candace is very active uh, politically. She is a conservative here in California, and uh, she. I'll let you, everybody. Uh, you tell everybody your story, Candace. But I want to give a backdrop because this involves USC. And I don't know, DJ Carrot Sticks, if you've been following the story, but uh, the president of USC either resigned or offered to resign. I can't remember if he's actually gone now. But at least five or six gals have filed a lawsuit against USC for covering up uh, the sexual assaults of a gynecologist there. They are now going back and interviewing 10,000 students to see how far the assaults went, and they knew. This uh, USC also knew last year when a doctor had been uh, involved in in, in, um, an overdose, a death of a prostitute. USC covered that up, and now they're trying to cover up an attack on you, aren't they, Candace? Yes, they are. Um, and yes, everyone, I am Candace Camper. I am a, a prior congressional candidate against Maxine Waters, actually the only African-American woman that was running against her. Uh, but as a Republican. The corruption is, yeah, as a conservative, and the corruption is so bad in California in regards to election fraud and voter fraud, they have the whole system in their hands, and there's nothing that they can, we can do because the whole system is manipulated. So, you know, that, that's a whole nother story in uh, regards to the election integrity project and Judicial Watch, who is currently suing Los Angeles County and several uh, other cities throughout California for voter fraud. So um, anyway, so that whole thing, I had dealt with the Election Integrity Project in regards to um, working with them to expose these corrupt people that are, you know, taking advantage of the American people and disenfranchising American voters in California due to the illegal immigration. Uh, And then doing things such as USC covering up uh, cases and attacks against women like myself, who uh, was invited to the governor's uh, debate there. And um, at the governor's debate, everyone was taking pictures, you know, after, you know, the uh, event was over with, uh, you know, governor um, candidates and other congressional members like myself who were running, you know, for office. And anyway, at the time, my publicist was about to take a picture of me and I was standing back um, behind the podium and um, this police officer uh, out of the blue just comes up to me and pushes me twice and says, get off the stage, get yeah. off the stage. And I'm thinking to myself, did he just push me? And I turned around and I looked at him. I said, you could have asked me nicely. You did not have to push me. And I'm freaking out because the only thing I can think of is I have 
plates and pins in my foot and I just had surgery two years ago. And, I, and if I moved the wrong way, I mm-hmm. could, you know, be footless, you know? Right. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm like, you know, I know he, he didn't have to push me. No one else is pushing people off the stage and there's other people on the stage also. So I was just in shock. I just live it. And I went and immediately found his superior officer. I said, where? I asked the other event staff. And mm-hmm. I told the other event staff, I said, this this officer, and he was a, you know, large, heavy set Hispanic uh-huh. officer. And I was the only African-American on the stage. Yeah, I saw so, the pictures of the event. So you reported it. Yeah. You reported mm-hmm. it. And what happened afterwards in terms of the investigation? Uh, well, as far as I reported it right after the incident, I walked directly off the stage and found his superior officer. And I actually physically showed his superior officer what he did to me because mm-hmm. I was in shock. I said, look what your officer just did to me on stage. Yeah. I said, he didn't have to do that. You know, I'm a public official. You know, he didn't even know who I was. And he could have asked me nicely. No, he just came up and pushed and, you, uh, shoved you. Yeah, he just came up. Yeah, just came up and pushed me. And I'm a woman. And I'm about five foot three, so you know I'm little. Yeah. <laughs> so and he was heavy set. So anyway, so I reported to him, to him, and then he said, you know, he was very apologetic. Um, I, I can't say that. And he uh, gave me his card, and I contacted him the next day, and uh, he wasn't available at the time. So I contacted a, another office who I spoke with the captain uh, about the incident that happened um, the day before, and um, the lieutenant that I spoke to um, that night. And so he, um, I filed a formal complaint, spoke with my attorney, and you know followed the you know protocol in regards to following the complaint with them. Mm-hmm. And then um, as I'm typing up my complaint, I get a call from a sergeant. A sergeant calls me, and he um, basically well, he said, "Well, um, you know, I was going to save you the trouble from writing up the complaint." I said, "No, you're going to get my complaint. You'll get it in five minutes." So I emailed it to him, and then they um, responded back of receiving um, my complaint. And then uh, my uh, lawyer and myself met with the senior investigator. All right. And then um, what back happened? in April. Okay. And this has happened back in March. Right. Um, and so now it's uh, June. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, that they're trying to, you know, cover it up. And then right. also when we, uh, me and my attorney went for the meeting, they wanted to basically try to gag my attorney uh-huh. for not really saying anything um, or they couldn't. Um, speak about certain parts of the They tried to get her to sign a non-disclosure right before they would even, you know, cooperate. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, Shady. It, well, uh, she didn't sign it. So good. <laughs> my attorney didn't sign it. And I was like, well, you know, they're saying they were investigating. And I said, well, you guys have the pictures, you know, everything was, you know, you know, spoke about that night, the day before the lieutenant was very aware of it. And um, he, he pushed me, bottom line. That's assault. Yeah, it is that assault. That is a criminal offense. Yeah, that's a criminal offense. Is he still, is he, he still. He's in jail for that. Yeah, he, he, this, yeah, this is a physical assault. And he should have, yeah, he should actually, assault. during an investigation, I thought they were supposed to be relieved of duties pending investigation. Because if you've got some rogue officer going around shoving women. And you know what? Where, if this had been, if you were a liberal woman, would this, this would be all over CNN. Right now, well, if, it, you know, if here, that had happened to you as Hillary Clinton or Chelsea Clinton, some liberal woman on stage got shoved by uh, some police officer, what would happen? Well, here's the thing. I said, well, I told his uh, lieutenant and the sergeant and the captain, I said, if he did this to me, you know, at this event, what would he do out on the street to an African-American woman or an African-American man? What yeah. would he do? 
Yeah. Because he racially targeted me to push me thinking that I was just some little black little girl on stage just taking pictures. That's what he thought. Or or, or he, he knew that you mistaken. Well, it was the governor's race. I, you're well known yeah, as a conservative. Yeah, right. So I don't know how much yeah, of it was. That, that too. Yeah, that I think too. it was more that. <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. So where does it stand yeah. right now? We've got about a minute left. Where does it stand right now? Um, I have no idea. They are, they're covering up, haven't heard from them, nothing. All I, kept, I haven't even heard anything. Just the email that they're closing their investigation and uh, <laughs> haven't heard anything. But this has been since March. Well, you know, he should... This just uh, I don't even know what to say. He should have already been fired. Yeah. This is just more. This right. is this is t- typical out of out of USC because he was a USC officer, wasn't he? Uh, I think he was a, a PD. Yes, they were in the dark blue suit. So I don't know if they were LAPD, but he was in the blue suit. He's he wasn't the regular event staff with the yellow and uh, red jackets. On. Yeah. I know that much. Well, so, you know, and they're attacking women and this needs to be addressed because the school is covering up these attacks against women by their uh, staff, employees. Yes. And, you know, it, it needs to be addressed because women are standing up with Me Too movements and these men and whoever are attacking women need to be held accountable. Yes, they do. Period. Absolutely, they do. And I appreciate you coming here tonight, Candace, and, and uh, telling your story. And, you know, we're going to keep pushing it out there. And, and I hope you continue with your attorney. I don't know what the next steps are legally. But, you know, if I'm telling you, if some police officer came up and shoved me off a stage, man, I'd be squealing like a pig hut under a gate. And I'd be <laughs> like, right. and I'd be trying to get my pound of flesh out of him because that is absolutely unacceptable. Yes. You do not put your hands on a woman, period. It's particularly, on a woman, period. Yeah, period. Exactly. And you don't get right, to do period. it just because you've got a badge. No, exactly. Just because your job profession, you get to wear a suit mm-hmm. Just because you get to wear a suit and a gun does not mean that you have the right to go around and use your authority and inflict harm on innocent people. That's right. That is not your job. That's right. And USC Period. then USC has has a systemic problem with the way they allow women to be treated on their campus, whether they're students or not. And so uh, I appreciate exactly. Yeah, I'm running up against well, well, another thing that final thought. Honey. I'm, I'm also doing. Yeah, real quick. Another thing I'm doing also, and I'm a woman's advocate for the downtown women's center. Due to all the 20,000 homeless women and children on the street that nobody gives a damn about. That's also assault because these women are out here being raped, murdered, molested, and you name it. And no one is helping these women. So women like myself are going after men like this to let them know women matter. If it wasn't for women, there would not be a world. It would not be uh, America. It would be no country if it wasn't women producing children to populate the earth. That's right. You're right on, Candace Camper. Got to run because I'm backed up uh, past a break. Thank you so much for being here. All right. All right. Thank you for having me. All right, honey. All right. Now stay tuned because we got, you know what's coming up on my next segment? When seemingly normal, smart people do stupid things. Wait till you hear a couple of these stories. And I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. The setting is serene. 
Lunch at A.R. Valentine, the signature restaurant at the Lodge at Torrey Pines is an oasis in a busy day and the ideal setting for a productive business or relaxing social lunch. Seven days a week, alfresco seating, complimentary valet, and panoramic views of the world-famous Torrey Pines Golf Course. For reservations, log on to LodgeTorreyPines.com. A.R. Valentine at Torrey Pines for lunch that relaxes and inspires. LodgeTorreyPines.com. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Unfortunately, your next fill-up at the pump won't be half price. Your next night out won't be half price either. Here you go. I'll take that whenever you're ready. No rush. And your next trip to the grocery store, well, we know how that's going to go. But here's the good news. A quality private education can be had for your child at half price. AM 1170 The Answer proudly presents our private school half-off tuitions. Take your pick from quality schools, including City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, Heartland Christian Homeschool Center, Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, Vista Christian School, and John Paul the Great Catholic University. New schools are being added all the time. Check out the complete list now at AM. 1170theanswer.com. But hurry, before the school you had your eye on sells out. Then call the half-off tuition hotline at 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. Dennis Prager here. Summer is upon us, and many of you were looking to buy or refinance a home. I'm here with a man I have great respect for, Andy Steik of Purpose Funding. Andy, what's going on in the local housing market? So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt, paying off student loans, paying off high interest credit cards. We had one person save 950, another 1100, and one client saved over $1,600 a month. So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money? Yeah, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was us. So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855 600 7633 Purpose Funding 855-600-7633. Gary number 0186-4104 and number 273-299. Hi, this is Andrea Kay. And when I lived in Las Vegas, this Southern girl fell in love with the desert landscape. I loved all the rock formations and the beautiful deep red rocks compared to that crisp blue sky. And that's why I love so much Erin Hansen in the Erin Hansen Gallery. She's a contemporary impressionist artist and her new collection of red rock desert paintings is being presented next Saturday, June 16th from 5 to 9 p.m located just off the 15 freeway at 9705 Carroll Center Road here in San Diego. Her vibrant paintings 
breathes such fresh color into traditional Western landscapes and take me right back into those beautiful desert areas. And each painting represents her unique view of the natural world. This collection will feature pieces inspired by Hansen's travels through the national parks and monuments of Utah and Arizona, Nevada, and Colorado. So don't miss it. They'll have live music and wine tasting. Join us at the Aaron Hansen Gallery for the Red Rock Show next Saturday, June 16th from 5 to 9 p.m. or visit Aaron's page at AaronHanson.com. That's AaronHanson.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. In my uh, when seemingly smart people do stupid things segment, um, did you guys hear about this DJ Carrot Sticks? Um, you know, typical, you know, average Saturday night, you know, um, at a dance club, you know, people on the dance floor trying to, you know, compete with each other and try to outjive each other. A lot of white man's overbite going on. And, and uh, then there's always the inevitable, you know, clown who's got to come out and try to do the gator. Well, Saturday night, I guess it was in Denver, um, dude comes out and they've got the, the dance circle around him and he's out there shucking and jiving. And then he decides he's really going to like impress everybody and do a backflip, right? Except the only problem is this dude, 29 years old, name is uh, Chase Bishop, um, the only problem with that is, you know, he does a backflip and the pistol he's packing pops out. Did you hear this story? I saw the video, yeah. Yeah. Um, dude's an FBI agent. And then when he goes to pick up the pistol off the floor, oops, there's my weapon on the floor. It shoots somebody in the leg. And not just shoots somebody in the leg, hits a main artery. Person would have died had it not been for the quick thinking of somebody who put a tourniquet on it. A lot of people questioning why this guy wasn't immediately taken into uh, custody. He ended up turning himself in. He's been charged with assault. Um, and they're not supposed to drink, right? Because they're like always on the job. Well, I don't know what the rules are for if, if they're allowed to drink. And, and I don't know if he drink. was drinking. Um, but, of course, the bar is like, well, he didn't follow our rules. We didn't know he was in there with a gun. Well, you know, um, the this is why it's stupid. Because not only did he endanger somebody's life. Not only, you know, uh, some uh, former FBI agent was like, you know, he might have should have not done the dance off thing. Would you, you think, you know, he, showed- he had to have been drinking to do that flip too. you know, one just does a flip in a bar because they feel like doing a flip. Y- you don't think? No, he was drinking for sure. Listen, you dudes will do anything to try to impress a woman, no matter time of day, drunk or sober, okay? That was all about trying to impress the chicks. That was the equivalent of dudes laying rubber from a, from a stop sign in some 1978 Toyota, and we're supposed to be impressed, okay? That's what that was. I don't know if he was drunk or not, but see, this is this the, this story, and I feel bad for the guy because, you know, I mean, clearly he wasn't trying to hurt anybody, but talk about how do you get into the FBI and have that poor judgment? This and, and this goes here we are as Americans trying to fight, having to fight for our constitutionally protected right to bear arms. And this hurts our efforts when you got an FBI agent acting a fool. And now the bar is like, well, he didn't follow our rules. We didn't know he was armed because now they're, you know, a gun free zone. And this just contributes to more stupidity and gives arguments to people who say, you know, that we should have gun-free zones, which ends up just putting people with targets on their backs. The worst part of it was that he shot, you know, the gun went off after, you know, he went to pick it up. Wasn't that it hit the ground or anything? It's like, with all his training, he doesn't know to pick up, the, not pick up the gun by the trigger? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the FBI's got, uh, uh, you know, is not in a good place right now with the with the public in terms of trust. 
um, not just from the entire FBI, DOJ, you know, um, deep state corruption coup attempt going on and covering up for Hillary Clinton's crimes. Uh, but you've also got the fact that we, we've got the FBI. We don't have answers to the Las Vegas shooting that happened. We know that they dropped the ball on San Bernardino Pulse nightclub. Uh, Boston and others. Uh, so they're going to do, uh, speaking of alcohol, they've got, they supposedly are waiting on test results. It don't take that long to get a blood alcohol test. They don't want us to know how drunk this dude was. But he was drinking Russian vodka. <laughs> Probably. Uh, now, my second story is seemingly smart girl, 29 years old from San Diego, goes down to Mexico, decides to go parasailing in uh, PV, Puerto Vallarta, celebrate her birthday. The rope broke what was supposed to be a 10 minute parasailing flight ends up with her drifting for 45 minutes can you imagine the terror on the part of the new this video you can see online as well she must have been absolutely terrified before she finally lands of course she doesn't land on the water she landed at an airport on the concrete has a fractured skull punctured lungs broken ribs uh the parents are down there there's a gofundme site set up and they're considering suing and i'm like suing Suing what, Jesus in his 15-foot boat with a hand crank? Well, they're wondering why this company put her up in a storm. Well, you look at the sky, the video. <laughs> did you care to laugh? You look at the sky. Why did she go up behind that boat in the storm? There's a hurricane off the coast of Mexico. Come on, girl. I feel sorry for her because you know what? I was almost run over by a, a snorkel boat off of Cozumel. You know, I did something dopey and went on a snorkel cruise, but this boat was like a huge, uh, one of those huge boats that like had 200 people on it and they wouldn't tr- turn off the outboards when I was trying to swim up to it. So, you know, that was kind of a dumb thing on my part, but I hope she recovers. But, you know, message to the public, don't go up in a storm parasailing off of Mexico. Anyway, but you come right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Love you all. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.